Ramananda Rai continued describing Krishna Tattva. The very name Krishna means that he attracts even Cupid. He is therefore attractive to everyone, male and female, moving and inert living entities. Indeed, Krishna is known as the all-attractive one. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda Just as there are many orbs in the material world, called stars or planets, in the spiritual world there are many spiritual planets, called Vaikuntalokas. The spiritual universe, however, is situated far, far from the cluster of material universes. Material scientists cannot even estimate the number of planets and stars within this universe. They are also incapable of traveling to other stars by spaceship. According to the Bhagavad Gita 8.20, there is also a spiritual world. Parastasmat tu bhavanyo vyaktyo vyaktat sanatana Yet there is another unmanifested nature, which is eternal and is transcendental to this manifested and unmanifested matter. It is supreme and is never annihilated. When all in this world is annihilated, that part remains as it is. Thus, there is another nature, which is superior to material nature. The word bhava or svabhava refers to nature. The spiritual nature is eternal, and even when all the material universes are destroyed, the planets in the spiritual world abide. They remain exactly as the spirit soul remains even after the annihilation of the material body. That spiritual world is called the aprakrita, anti-material world. In this transcendental spiritual world or universe, the highest planetary system is known as Goloka Vrindavan. That is the abode of Lord Krishna himself, who is also all spiritual. Krishna is known there as Aprakrita Madan. The name Madan refers to Cupid, but Krishna is the spiritual Madan. His body is not material, like the body of Cupid in this material universe. Krishna's body is all spiritual, sat-chit-ananda-vigraha, Brahma-samhita, 5.1. Therefore he is called Aprakrita-madan. He is also known as Manmata-madan, which means that he is attractive even to Cupid. Sometimes Krishna's activities and attractive features are misrepresented by gross materialists who accuse him of being immoral because he danced with the gopis. But such an accusation results from not knowing that Krishna is beyond this material world. His body is satchit ananda vigraha, completely spiritual. There is no material contamination in his body, and one should not consider his body a lump of flesh and bones. The Mayavadi philosophers conceive of Krishna's body as material, and this is an abominable, grossly materialistic conception. Just as Krishna is completely spiritual, the gopis are also spiritual, and this is confirmed in the Brahma Samhita, 537. 
Ananda Chinmaya Rasa Pratibhavita Bis, Tabiria Eva Nijarupataya Kalabi, Goloka Eva Nevasyaka Kilatmabuto, Govindam Adipurusham Tamaham Bajami. I worship Govinda, the primeval Lord. He resides in his own realm, Goloka, with Radha, who resembles his own spiritual figure and who embodies the ecstatic potency, Ladini. Their companions are her confidants, who embody extensions of her bodily form and who are imbued and permeated with ever-blissful spiritual ras. The gopis are also of the same spiritual quality, Nija Rupataya, because they are expansions of Krishna's pleasure potency. Neither Krishna nor the gopis have anything to do with lumps of matter or the material conception. In the material world, the living entity is encaged within a material body, and, due to ignorance, he thinks that he is the body. Therefore, here, the enjoyment of lusty desires between male and female is all material. One cannot compare the lusty desires of a materialistic man to the transcendental lusty desires of Krishna. Unless one is advanced in spiritual science, he cannot understand the lusty desires between Krishna and the gopis. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the lusty desire of the gopis is compared to gold. The lusty desires of a materialistic man, on the other hand, are compared to iron. At no stage can iron and gold be equated. The living entities, moving and non-moving, are part and parcel of Krishna. Therefore, they originally have the same kind of lusty desire as his. But, when this lusty desire is expressed through matter, it is abominable. When a living entity is spiritually advanced and liberated from the material bondage, he can understand Krishna in truth. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita 4.9, Janma karma chame divyam evam yo vetitatvataha taktva deham punar janma naitimam etiso arjuna. One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in this material world, but attains my eternal abode, O Arjuna. When one can understand the body of Krishna as well as Krishna's lusty desires, one is immediately liberated. A conditioned soul, encaged within the material body, cannot understand Krishna as stated in the Bhagavad Gita 7.3 Manusyanam sahasreshu kastyad yatati sidhaye yatatam apisidhanam kastyan mam vetitatvataha Out of many thousands among men, one may endeavor for perfection. And of those who have achieved perfection, hardly one knows me in truth. The word sidhaye indicates liberation. Only after being liberated from material conditioning can one understand Krishna. When one can understand Krishna as he is, tattvataha, one actually lives in the spiritual world, although apparently living within the material body. This technical science can be understood when one is actually spiritually advanced. 
In his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, 1-2-187, Srila Rupa Goswami says, Iha yasya harer dasye karmana manasa gira nikilasyapi avastasu jivan mukta sauchate. When a person in the material world desires only to serve Krishna with love and devotion, he is liberated, even though functioning within this material world. As the Bhagavad Gita 14.26 confirms, Mam chayo vyabhacharena bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samatityaitan brahmabhuyaya kalpate. One who engages in full devotional service unfailing in all circumstances, at once transcends the modes of material nature and thus comes to the level of Brahman. Simply by engaging in the loving service of the Lord, one can attain liberation. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, 1854, Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma Nasochati Nakanksati A person who is highly advanced in spiritual knowledge and who has attained the Brahmabhuta stage, neither laments nor hankers for anything material. That is the stage of spiritual realization. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur considers the Brahmabhuta stage in two divisions, Svarupgata and Vastugata. One who has understood Krishna in truth, but is still maintaining some material connection, is known to be situated in his svarup, his original consciousness. When that original consciousness is completely spiritual, it is called Krishna consciousness. One who lives in such consciousness is actually living in Vrindavan. He may live anywhere. Material location doesn't matter. When, by the grace of Krishna, one thus advances, he becomes completely uncontaminated by the material body and mind and at that time factually lives in Vrindavan. This stage is called Vastu-gata. One should execute his spiritual activities in the Swarup-gata stage of consciousness. He should also chant the Chinmayi Gayatri, the spiritual mantras, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Klim Krishnaya Govindaya, Gopi Janavalabhaya, Svaha, and Klim Kamadevaya Vidmehe Pushpabanaya Dimihi Tannonanga Pratodayat. These are the Kama Gayatri or Kama Bija mantras. One should be initiated by a bona fide spiritual master and worship Krishna with these transcendental mantras. As explained by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami in the previous verse and the current verse, Vrindavane Aprakrita Navina Madana. Kama Gayatri Kama Bija Yanra Upasana Purusha Yoshit Kiba Stavara Jangama Sarva Chita Karaksaka Sakshat Manmata Madana A person who is properly purified and initiated by the spiritual master worships the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna by chanting this mantra, the Kama Gayatri, with the Kama Bija. As the Bhagavad Gita 1865 confirms, one should engage in the transcendental worship in order to be fit for being attracted by Krishna, the all-attractive. 
manmara bhava mad bhakto madhyajimam namaskuru mam evaisyasi satyam te pratijane priyosime always think of me and become my devotee worship me and offer your homage unto me thus you will come to me without fail i promise you this because you are my very dear friend since every living entity is part and parcel of krishna krishna is naturally attractive due to the material covering one's attraction for krishna is checked one is not usually attracted by krishna in this material world but as soon as one is liberated from material conditioning he is naturally attracted therefore it is said in this verse sarva chita karasaka everyone is naturally attracted by krishna this attraction is within everyone's heart and when the heart is cleansed that attraction is manifested chaito darpanam marjanam bhava mahadavagni nirvapanam